I'm Mary Byers and this is Associations Today. My guest is Mary Augsburger, CEO and Executive Director of the Ohio State Bar Association. Mary, you've been doing something very interesting with dues and I'm anxious to hear about what it is you did and why you did it. Well, thanks Mary for having me. I'm happy to talk more about what we recently did to change our dues model. The Ohio State Bar Association went from a dues model that had 17 different categories based on years in practice and where someone worked. Over the last decade, we've received member feedback that many of those categories are confusing. Members don't know exactly where they fall. They didn't like that some of the discounting seemed unfair based on where they worked. And then our younger lawyers and our senior lawyers wanted additional discounts. So that caused us to take a hard look at our model and think about whether it was time to modernize it. So you've just recently launched it. You're still in the process of, of kind of measuring how things are going, but how has it been received so far? So far so good, which really hasn't been a surprise to us because before we launched the new plans, we did do a significant amount of market research and member surveying. Um, so the, really the plan shouldn't be new to our members. And the feedback that I've gotten has been um, that it's been very much simplified. They um, like the opportunity to buy based on what they believe their needs are because our new plans allow people to choose. Um, modern consumers like to choose, but not too many, not too many options. Um, but it allows them to choose a plan that best meets their needs. They're not locked into one particular plan. A key underpinning of this, as you mentioned, is your market research. Can you step us through what that looked like? Sure. So we started um, by getting a member task force involved, and we made sure that that task force and advisory committee, so to speak, was representative of our members across the state. So we had new lawyers, senior lawyers, rural practitioners, metro area practitioners, people in small firms, people in large firms, and people representing in-house counsel and, and government lawyers. So they really helped us as we reviewed many different options. Um, we ran some financial modeling based on those options, and they really helped us shape the plans. So then we used market research to determine from our members which benefits uh, were most valuable to them, which were used most often, and we were able to shape the plans that way. Once we had the plan shaped, we went back and tested them again. So this times member and non-members were able to tell us what plans they'd choose and why, and uh, whether or not it might actually convert non-members to members. And how did that shape your pricing decisions? Well, the financial modeling drove that um, mostly but we did have a couple of rules. We didn't really want anyone to have a significant dues increase. Um, so we, we followed those parameters, but also what our members told us in the market research is they didn't want us to make this change just to disguise dues increases. So we were very careful about that. So our, um, our most basic level plan um, matched what they were used to paying. And if, if one of our members, like our government plan lawyers would have received more than a $50 dues increase, we grandfathered in their prices at what they had been. So I know it's very early in the process, but are there any results or observations you can share at this point? 
Well, it still very, is very early. We're in the heart of renewal season, but I'm pleased to report so far so good. We did get a little bit of a late start, so it's difficult to compare year over year with last year, but we're tracking um, with where we were in 2017 when we had a later start that year as well. And so far, um, the plans members are selecting seems to track with the market research and the financial modeling that we did. If you had to do it all over again, is there anything you would do differently? I would say um, to allow more time to transition. Um, we also launched a new website at the same time we were launching these new dues plans. And while it's almost necessary to do that because you have to re completely rebuild your offering on your website, that's a lot and you need to allow time um, for people to get used to all the changes and allow time for your staff to do all the technical work that needs to be done to get ready for that. And part of the beauty of this is that you simplified what was a very complex dues. If you had 17 different categories, you went down to three, correct? Three, yes. And uh, tell us a little bit about that choice and how you landed there. So we basically used to offer different categories based on years in practice and where people worked, but modern consumers aren't buying that way. They're buying subscription models sort of along the bronze, gold, platinum model. And so that is try how we tried to model our plans. We ultimately have two offerings for most members um, with the ability to offer a third if we need to. And then our retired lawyers um, have a special plan just for them with some pretty significant discounting, which has been very well received. So uh, to me, this is really an example of innovation in action. And, and the whole way you went about this being very deliberate, using market research, then going back and testing your assumptions and your, your plans before you rolled it out. Have there been any things that you've learned that will enable the Ohio State Bar to continue to aggressively pursue change and in, in innovation or cautions? that now inform your work? So we're definitely, we've definitely learned um, how to better shape our value equation because the market research also told us um, which benefits and services our members really value the most. Um, I did learn that it is, is really important to be representative of all your members. We did make the mistake of not having our paralegals represented on our advisory committee and something came up um, at the tail end of the process that we probably could have addressed earlier. Um, so it's just, you know, you have to make sure that you have everybody, the right people at the table and take your time and um, test, test, test. If you were advising other association executives about tiered pricing or a subscription mm -hmm. model, what would you say? I would say don't be afraid to take a risk, even though this is a little risky. Um, and make sure you get member input, crunch your numbers well, and do your market research. Thank you so much, Mary, for being here today. I'm Mary Byers, and this is Associations Today.